Hi, I'm Gordon. And I'm Fiona. We're from Gate Church International in Dundee, Scotland, and we'd like to welcome you to this week's podcast. Our goal here is growing people to bring Christ into our communities and to see you get connected with God, His people, and His purpose. We hope this message inspires you in your faith journey. Thank you. And you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Good morning, church. Love that verse. Love the fact today is Pentecost Sunday. And we want to have five elements in the sermon this morning. There's five things I want to look at because we know that Pentecost is when the Holy Spirit is poured out upon the church. But the things I want to look at today is number one is looking back, how we look back in the Old Testament, how it links in to the outpouring of the Spirit upon the church. Number two is linking in, how it links in 2,000 years ago, but how it links in today. Number three is the birth of the church. Number four is no buildings. And number five is how we are empowered today. Now, all these five points will be weaved in and mixed in, but there'll be a clear strategy going through the sermon today so we can understand how we fit in to the purposes of Pentecost. Somebody say after me this morning, I'm connected in to the purpose of Pentecost. And that's a word for you today, that we are linked in, we're connected, and we're positioned for purpose in the midst of Pentecost, which is the Holy Spirit being outpoured upon us. Let's look, let's look back just a little bit in the Old Testament scriptures where the, the days of Passover, and this was the leavened bread to acknowledge the goodness of God in the ordinary food. The, fe the feast was in remembrance of the giving of the law on Sinai 50 days after they came out of Egypt. So Passover is a Jewish, is still today, a Jewish festival, and it was to celebrate what God did in their midst, how he delivered them out of something into something new. And the perfection of this feast, we know that the Spirit of God was poured out upon his glorious bride. That's us, the Church of Jesus Christ. When the Spirit of God was poured out upon the apostles, it, firstly, Jesus breathes upon his disciples, the breath of God, with them privately. But then there's an outpouring publicly of the Holy Spirit upon the crowd. And we'll come into that in a, in a minute or two. So the law of faith was given by grace 50 days after Christ was sacrificed for us. So 50 days after Jesus was raised from the dead, Pentecost takes place. Ten days prior to this, the ascension of Christ had taken place. He'd been raised up to heaven. The angel of the Lord said to wait in this place until the Spirit of God is outpoured upon them. So this Holy Spirit is outpoured upon the church, but they had to have a time of waiting. We need to recognize that in the law of Moses, the, 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 there, was a, there was like a judgment where 3,000 people died at Sinai. And it's so significant that in this time, 3,000 people came to faith in Jesus Christ at Pentecost. Let mercy triumph over judgment. The church of Jesus Christ is birthed in mercy. The law at Sinai, we see that outworking, but the church is birthed in mercy. And 3,000 people come to faith in Jesus Christ in one day. It's a phenomenal phenomenon. It's an incredible thing and it's beautiful to behold when we read it in the scriptures in Acts chapter 1, 2 and 3 and further into Acts. It's incredible what takes place. So the fact that, that, that God 
replaces his grace over law, that grace is outpoured upon the church is absolutely incredible. Let's remember, yes, although God does judge, God always says, let mercy triumph over judgment. And that's what we see with the, 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 the 3,000 coming to faith. So that's, that, that's looking back. That's looking at, into what's happening at Pentecost. But let's link in. And let, let's recognize that this was a feast, a harvest feast. Pentecost, looking back and linking in, is a feast of harvest. It's something that takes every, place every year in the Jewish calendar. And it's important to remember as well that linking in with where we're at as a church today is that when the corn fields were left over or the barley fields or the harvest fields were left over, there was always enough left for the poor. And I believe there's something significant about Pentecost this year and something that we're doing with the community fridge is that we are feeding the city. We're blessing people, whether, whether they're rich or poor, people are coming to be blessed. And then this time we have the wellbeing project that's just launched this week. Uh, and it's incredible what's happening there because we're able to bless people in the midst of crisis. And that's part of the heart of God. And that was part of the heart of God during the feast of Pentecost, that people would be blessed in the surrounding areas, the surrounding fields, and it's always God's heart. So as a Pentecostal Holy Ghost Church, we always need to remember the poor. And even when, when people were sent up in the book of Acts to speak to the council at Jerusalem, remember that their words of instruction was to, to, to look after the poor. It was, it was not all about the theology. It was about looking after those who were vulnerable, as well as great theology, of course. But here's the thing. It's important that we remember that. Remember people who are in need in the midst of the outpouring of Pentecost. And I think it's so timely, so timely, when we think of Joseph in Egypt uh, distributing uh, to the nation of Israel, to helping people. When we look at Ruth uh, and, and, and Boaz, where Boaz was, was intentional about gleaning the, the edges of the field. There's something about leaving the gleanings. There's something about giving. There's something about the outpouring of Pentecost that's connected with giving and blessing the city. So we're so blessed as a church at this time that we're able to do that. Now, there's provision that comes in Pentecost that is incredibly powerful. And I believe it's like the manna from heaven that came down on the children of Israel under Moses. But the manna from heaven is coming to us every day, supernaturally. God's provision is coming upon you. And I believe that this Pentecost is going to be a breakthrough and a shift of his provision in my life and in your life as well. It's interesting in this whole thing that the church was already together in one mind and one, one body uh, before they talk about the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. So something, I once heard a Jewish guy said, it's a miracle that you could get 120 Jewish people in one room agreeing together. So something supernaturally natural was already taking place. Then we recognize that at Pentecost, when Peter stood up and preached, when Peter stood up and preached, this Holy Spirit was poured out upon many people, tongues, tongues, tribes, and nations. And the, the supernatural gift, where it was as if tongues of fire appeared on people. And then they began to speak in other tongues. And people from other nations began to understand the babbling. And they heard about the good things of God. 
And Peter the Apostle stood up and said, these men are not drunk as you suppose, because it was only nine o'clock in the morning. So something was taking place. Something was happening on the inside of Peter. Something was being outpoured upon these people. And the significant thing, and this is the point, there's no buildings. This is outside this takes place. It's not in a building. And I think we need to take great courage in this time of Pentecost. We are not meeting in a church building. We are meeting in our homes. Now, Acts 2020, we talk about 2020 vision. The context is they met in the temple and they met in small groups. But that's the key. As we meet online, we also need to meet in small groups, whether it's virtual or actual. We celebrate the meeting of the church together. But something happened outside. Come on, church. God is doing something in our midst in this time and this season. Sometimes it feels like we think, what is going on? But God is doing something in our midst. This is Pentecost Sunday. God wants to pour out his spirit upon us. And whether you're sitting in your home or in your garden, whether you've got a brolly up or a brolly down, whatever you're doing in this moment of time, you might have your feet in a paddling pool in this glorious Scottish weather on this day. But here's the thing. God wants to pour out his spirit upon his church, upon this house, and do amazing things in our midst. It's important that we, we recognize the anointing of the Holy Spirit. God wants to pour out his spirit upon us. Now, in the book of Acts, the thing is the church eventually gets scattered, but that scattering is through a church that is empowered and emboldened with the Holy Spirit. I wanna pray for us just in a moment or two that we are empowered and emboldened with the Holy Spirit. God's gonna lift some stuff off of people here this morning, and he's gonna endue you with power from on high. Get ready, get ready in this moment. The Spirit of God wants to endure you with power from on high. Listen to this. In every revival, historically revival, the Welsh revival, the Lewis revival, the Zuru revival, the Wesleys in the 1700s, the 1700s these can only be explained by a Pentecost on the nation. There can only be an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Every preacher recognizes something supernatural is taking place. It's important that, that with the Holy Spirit... He can do more in one hour, one day, or one week that we can try and achieve in a hundred years in our own strength as a church. Come on, Lord, let your kingdom come, let your will be done. Pour out your spirit upon us this day. And the, the, the last point, the, the last point I was talking about, the whole thing of empowered or the boom moment is right now, I wanna pray with you that the spirit of God will fall upon you. And as we pray right now, I believe the spirit of God is gonna birth People are going to come to know Jesus right now. Others, you're going to have the Holy Spirit fall on you and the fire of God is going to consume you. There's people watching this right now where your feet are on fire and God is saying that is a sign because I've called you to evangelize. I've called you to speak to people about me. Some people, your hands are burning and the Spirit of God is saying that is for healing. I've called you to lay hands on the sick and this time, of course, it's virtually but you'll pray with people and people will be healed. We're seeing healings in our church in this time in the season. So I want to invite you, just lift your hands before the Lord. Lift your hands right now. And I want to pray for every single person. Holy Spirit, I thank you for this moment in time. I thank you for every single person watching. And Father, just as you birthed a Pentecost 2,000 years ago, just as you birthed a Pentecost 
in the Lewis revival, just as you birthed the Pentecost on the Wesley brothers, just as you birthed the Penteco uh, a Pentecostal revival upon the Zuzu revival. Father, I pray this morning that you would pour out your spirit and people would sense the fire of God on their heads. It's burning up their thoughts and in their hearts they would sense the Holy Spirit burn within them. Come Holy Spirit, have your way amongst us. Let us see great fruit in this nation, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on. And all God's people said, Amen and Amen and Amen.